0: Well, welcome to this episode of uh, InfoSec Journeys. I'm really excited today to be joined by Eli Salem. Thank you for joining us. I'm really keen to hear about your uh, insights into working in cybersecurity, uh, what got you started, your passions and all of that good stuff that you can, uh, you can share with everybody else. Um, I'd love you to just give a quick introduction, who you are, where you're working and, um, and what area of cybersecurity you cover as well.
1: So first of all, uh, thank you for having me. Um, so I'm a security analyst and a threat hunter at Cyberism. Uh, my expertise and passion um, are mostly about malware analysis, uh, reverse engineering, and threat hunting. So yeah, this is my daily job, uh, basically.
2: Nice. Cool. Nice, that, sound, that sounds good um so where where where, where are you uh, where are you based eli
1: uh, i 'm from israel
2: very nice very nice we like that um, so what, what else can you tell us about your role what's your, um, what's your uh, what 's your day to day what happens day to day in Cybreeze and in your team
1: um, well um, it, it's, it really depends uh, because i 'm also doing threat hunting so whenever you to the cyberism, uh, whenever you work in cyberism, you basically um, working with the cyberism platform, you get an alert and you investigate the, the activity, you determine if it's malicious or not. Um, and whenever you uh, threat hunt, you basically proactively search for malicious activity. Um, or potential malicious activity or try to just pick up the attacker mind to, to try to mimic some some known attacks. Uh, yeah, and that's basically uh, the, the main uh, activity is a do. Um, so whenever we find, let's say, a cool executable uh, script, we try to reverse it and know the true uh, intentions behind it.
0: So for those who may not be aware then, uh, so Cyber Reason um, is like an endpoint detection and response platform, right? That a, a, an organization would deploy um, throughout their enterprise, that's right, isn't it? Like a software agent that is protecting against malware.
1: Yes, yes, Go so, yeah, so we're basically um, are leading throughout the EDR part. So uh, whenever a malicious activity will come to the machine will be able to detect it and to investigate it.
0: That must be pretty cool. I bet you've got like access to millions of the, the data of millions of endpoints to go hunting and looking for malicious behavior, right? Or how does that work?
1: Uh, uh, kind of, but yeah I cannot elaborate too much. About of it. course,
0: yeah okay. <laughs> how did you get into the role then? I mean I see you've been at Cyber Reason a couple of years um, uh, and obviously, you, you, uh, you, you've uh, articulated the two separate parts to your responsibilities, right? With um, the, the response side, but also the hunting side of things. And we'll explore that in a bit more detail. But how, how did you actually get the role in the first place? What, what kind of appealed to you about Cyber Reason and, and that particular job?
1: So, um, when I, when, before I came to Cyber Reason, I worked in a security company called Experis. Um, now this security company is is very small but um, it, it, it the activity we monitored was more about seams uh, logs network activity packets and uh, after a couple of months I, I I knew that my passion is more linked to the to the endpoint stuff to the malware stuff to 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 reverse engineering um, so, because I didn't have any any background with, uh, with with malware analysis, what I do is is just to type in Google uh, malware analysis or malware analysis training. Um, yeah. So, so, so basically, at my free times, uh, at at my shift in, uh, or at my free times at home, I just try to learn about malware analysis. Uh, I think that actually the first um, the first channel in YouTube that I got was your, your channel. I think it was about uh, three ways to find the kill switch of WannaCry. <laughs> okay. yeah. So I, I, I remember I saw this video like time after time after time and just Google whatever I, I, I don't know. Um, another video that I really liked was uh, some five awesome tools uh, about behavior analysis, I think. Uh, wh- one of the tools that I actually use uh, until today, I think most of us in cyberism really like it, was a uh, network monitor, Microsoft network monitor. Really yeah. good tool, and, and the beauty about it is after you you find one uh, channel that uh, enrich you about your goal, let's say malware analysis, you learn to find another channel because you already know what, what, what to search. Um, another challenge that really enriched me was OA Labs, uh, Hash Reset, malware analysis for hedgehogs. Uh, for, for those of you who want to learn about mobile, Medistone is a great uh, security researcher. So after I, I gained some knowledge about it, uh, I really came to Cyberism and I got in. Um, and yeah, towards the time, I learned way more than I knew. And I also start to, to do uh, threat hunting, which is a completely different mindset. Um, I, I had the privilege to do uh, SANS uh, 610 course, which is also a great course. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's basically kind of the story about how I came to a company to, to some reason without an actual experience, let's say, in reverse engineering.
0: That, that, I mean, that, that's awesome. I, I think, um, you know, the self-learning, the discipline to go and, you know, um, oh, I, I, <laughs> it's so embarrassing that you bring up my YouTube channel. I, I, I promise you, and everybody else, that this is not uh, staged as like a, an advert for my YouTube channel, shamelessly. However, <laughs> I'm really pleased that you brought it up. Thank you. Um, but. The, um, the, the kind of uh, the mindset there of, you know, you don't have a, a Forensic 610 course, the, the, the GREM, but you go for a role, which is all about, you know, um, threat hunting in the malware space. What, what does that look like then? So when the interview, when you go through the interview process with Cyber Reason and stuff, were they interested in certificates or were they interested in your, like, your, your skills and experience?
1: So I think, I think it, it's different because uh, in Israel, I think the mindset is different a bit in Israel from what, from what I know or experience. Um, I think in Israel, uh, people, want, people want to know that you know, uh, instead of, hey, do you have some certificate to prove me that you know? Because they will come and ask you questions. I don't know uh, if it's the same in, in other places, but if you're really good at what you're doing, or if you have the right knowledge, you will get in. Because people want to know if the if the man they're going to hire is capable of understanding this this uh, this work. So so for me, uh, I didn't require to have any certificate. How, however, I was uh, a computer science student, uh, but that did not play any role for me, at least. Uh, uh, so, so that's
2: interesting. Um, one of the, one of the things that we we talk about a lot um, before the creation of this kind of netcast series is is how do you get into these type of roles? Do I need to go to university to learn this? Do I need to Google it, like you said? And do I need to watch Colin's YouTube videos, which is probably something it's quite important? But um, so you know, what I find really interesting is that you've done a formal education in computer science but what you just said there it played no part in you getting to cyber reason so i find that quite interesting but there's got to be you know, you, you must have a natural interest in how things work and that's how you know that's how i got into into cybersecurity. i want to understand how things work um so would you say to our listeners that um should they go down that formal education route uh, i mean is it? I know it's not right for everyone, but was it right for you at the time?
1: Um, I will tell you what I, I, I will. I will separate it to two cases. One, if you are passionate and dedicated. Now, people people with great passion and great dedicated will manage to close that gap. Now, when I uh, first try to reverse engineer, uh, or let's say. Uh, let's say put a malware executable in the debugger. Now, I do some, some of the theoretical stuff because whenever you encounter malware, um, uh, you see the assembly, you see script, uh, and for, uh, for people who learn computer science, let's say they know some concepts, so they know what it's stuck. Uh, they know what register is. So they have some, a little bit of advantage whenever it comes to the theoretical side, uh, because they, they, they learn so much courses about uh, code, uh, about memory, about um, uh, um, the data structures that can help them. But if you are uh, dedicated enough, and if you have the right passion to look for the information, you can close that gap. Uh, for me at least I can say I can tell you that uh, some of our greatest minds in cyberism and in my uh, team as well don't have a computer science uh, degree or didn't have any course in computer science and they're all about passion and skill and they're really good at what they're doing so it's all about
0: yeah that's that's uh, really interesting um What, what what kind of like keeps you motivated then to, to stay in this field? I mean, if you've been at you've been there a couple of years now, um, I've no doubt, having seen your publications, your blog posts and research, etc., that your skill set has just skyrocketed. But how, how do you stay up to date with that? And what you know, where, where does that passion come from um, to, to reverse engineer malware and stuff?
1: Um I need it. I, I, I think it will sound a bit, let's say, cliche. But I, I always like the feeling of, let's say, fight the bad guys, uh, which cybersecurity actually actually give you actually give you that that feeling. Uh, I don't know. Whenever when I was a young kid, I always liked that uh, mind games like Red Alert or Generals, when you face some uh, adversity. Um, and, and when you encounter malware, uh, the foundation are always the same. A script is a script, registers are registers, uh, executable execu- is, is executables, and assembly is assembly. So what makes it different is the, the 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 person that wrote the code uh, that that you're facing. And when you try to reverse uh, a malware, you actually um, uh, challenging yourself against another brain, uh, another, against intentions. You try to, to discover what, what, what's the intentions. Uh, and actually, some malware authors are very creative, and you actually sometimes gain respect kind of for them. Um, and yeah, I, I, love this. I like this feeling of uh, competition with your adversary. This is that's. Yeah. Fun-
0: Really yeah. well articulated. It definitely resonates with me as well. I think um, mm-hmm. part of the reason I, I love uh, uh, like Portuguese banking Trojans quite a lot for those reasons, right? They've, they're have they written with the object of um, an analyst in mind going, mm-hmm. you, you know, that you can clearly see they've written this code knowing someone's going to pick it apart. Uh, and they try and stop you at every every different way they can, it's it's hilarious, really. But you're right, the respect that you, it's fu- it's a funny kind of respect, isn't it? it
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think you uh, I think whenever you you encounter, uh, for example, the threat actor TA uh, five hundred five, they always tend to to fool around. They they they're making function that doesn't do anything. Uh, they have pieces of code that just take you, but they don't do anything. So, <laughs> I, whenever I, I encounter them, I'm like, oh man, those guys again.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy. I know exactly what you mean.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What what kind of I guess then what what kind of key skills do you think are important in, in your role? Because you've got two different mindsets there, haven't you? So the the response side and the hunting side. Then, so uh, are there anything which, you know, uh, from your either your background or your previous roles that really kind of helped you? Uh, or help you on a day-to-day position?
1: Mm, I would say, maybe the word that I already said, but passion and dedication, whenever it comes to solving your problems, don't give up, uh, even if it's hard. Um, I think when when it comes to hunting, uh, it's really about uh, to learn more and evolve because Hunting and security analyst, it's like they're a totally different mindset and you really need to be prepared to to change your mind whenever you're doing threat hunt um, because your knowledge has to be much wider. Um, So, yeah, keep learning, dedication, passion.
2: So, for for people who don't know... um... Uh, in in Israel, there's a there's a concept of uh, national service. So, do you think do you think that the, the your your time in the military actually helped you um, grow and develop that mindset of uh, of hunting for threats, looking for trends, um, and and that also allowed you to, to be passionate about something. Uh, and to uh, and to be diligent. It, do, do you think that's that's helped you along your
1: journey at all? So, um, my military uh, background, um, I cannot elaborate about it too much. Yeah. No. I
2: mean, I, um, I mean, I think I think what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is, you know, um, you know, the. Uh, it's, the, the military is all, all 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 about you know following you know following orders following rules looking for looking for um uh, problems and and, some, and creating solutions or um and actually being very regimented and diligent um so do you, do you think that that type of soft skills that you would have learnt in national service have you been able to cross skill and apply that to your now professional life
1: I, I think I, I will say yes, because um, let's say the military in Israel, uh, when you're doing military, you're facing a lot of challenges um, and you really have to evolve. Like I can say I, I, I'm not the same person who entered the military. Uh, I'm not the same kid. It's my, my, my uh, personality evolved, became more rougher, let's say. Uh, so I will say yes um w- when you have an environment that forces you to to uh, to open your mind to evolve to um face your challenge uh it i i i, I say it will help uh, eventually in your life
0: what about the um I, I guess i mean we spoke about this earlier offline i guess is around the, the, the level of the standard of um, cybersecurity expertise, especially in Israel, right, is so high compared to the right. rest of the world. So when you're um, you know, applying for a position at a global organization like Cyber Reason, who, you know, offices all over the world, etc. Um, you know, what's the competition like? How, how do you kind of separate yourself um, to, to break into that kind of position you're in now?
1: so so yes, uh we need to understand that that uh cyber security is very uh let's say strong strong thing in Israel. the army produces a lot of good security analysts, a lot of good security minds in israel um and the competition is is always i always say that an entry level in israel is is feel a lot more that an entry level uh in other places, because the competition is different in Israel, because there is a lot of of uh, security people that gain three years of knowledge from from the army. Uh, the positive thing is that if you uh, find yourself in a place uh, when you're surrounded with a lot of people with great experience from 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 the military, you have a lot of mentors basically. So I was very fortunate to to have really amazing, great mentors that uh, were very important people in their security, uh, in, in their military service. So, so th- there is a bad side, but there is a good side too.
0: Yeah, I, I, I guess cool. uh, the average of the people you surround yourself with. Yeah, yeah. very good. It is interesting. Um,
2: i think from my kind of like personal journey is if, you know, i think most people would agree is to, to get good at something you almost have to surround yourself with people that are also interested in the same topic or or, mm. or better than you um so it's interesting to have that type of um that type of uh, methodology or um uh, working environment as a country you know not just as like mm. pockets of people but everyone wants to be better than everyone else so um, and, and if the country's uh, desire is to be really good at cybersecurity, then that's everyone's goal. So it's really interesting to have it as a as a, as a whole nation. Um, and yeah, you you, you you know Israel has developed some amazing technologies. Anything that I see, you know, I I have the the fortunate um, ability to to look at new technologies, you know, week in week week out, and speaking to new vendors. And every new vendor I speak to, they're headquartered in Israel, <laughs> um, because you're just you know creating amazing technology. So it's good. It's, it's amazing to see. So I think turning it on its head is. Um, israel's fantastic they're they're known for their, their their technology skills but um what type of if any do you have any um challenges uh, living in israel you know beyond the the competition um is funding a problem uh, there's, there's obviously not a skill shortage um but yeah what what type of challenges do you personally see uh, getting into that industry um,
1: um. I think uh, whenever it comes to my world, to cybersecurity, and especially malware analysis and all the endpoint uh, world, um, there is not uh, enough knowledge in the academia about uh, the real world of the cybersecurity. Because I had a cybersecurity course in, in my degree, and he was really, really far away from from the actual world, so it doesn 't really prepare you to to the actual let's say uh, interview uh, for your first job. Uh, it can give you some some uh, some good background but not real value when it comes to 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 the job you 're going to do so a lot of the time people have to to, stick, uh, to to close the gap using study at home, although they are very excellent students uh, uh, at school. So I, I think this is the great shortage. And uh, in contrast, when you are uh, coming out from the army, the army is actually preparing you really good for, for the actual job. So, so that actually uh, something that I need the academia uh, in Israel should,
0: um, should do something about it. Yeah, that's a really good insight. And I, I, I think uh, it's probably echoed around uh, a lot of places in the world, certainly in the UK as well, I hear that a lot. Uh, yeah. I never went to university, but I do hear um, that, you know, from interviewing students and graduates, et cetera, that, you know, there's such a separate separation, as you say, between the levels of knowledge and what it's like in the real world. It's, it's almost nonsensical. So you touched on an interesting point around how, uh, mentors in the military, especially. Um, for, for, I guess for those who, um, who are working in the industry now, um, or alternatively people who are looking to break into the industry, um, how important do you think having a mentor, uh, either a technical person who's gonna develop your technical skills or alternatively someone who's just gonna help influence you and build you as a person, um and give you some like relationship skills that kind of thing how important was that for you and um, um do you think that would be for other people
1: um i think um for me it was very important because for me i can say um until now i have like very uh, amazing good people like uh, very two mentors that i really like to to talk whenever i have a question or ju- just uh a technical problem. And I think it's, it's good to have like the, the technical guy as a mentor, but also the guy that guides you uh, how to develop yourself and how to look at the things in the way you should, uh, you should look. Um, um, I think having uh, the, a technical mentor uh, will help people to close the gap really quick, uh, then they just need to Google it. Because if you have a guy near you that just, hey, give me the mouse, you need to, to do one, two, three, and, and that's it. And can actually give you the theoretical uh, part about it and why he thought like this. Um, uh, I think it's very beneficial for me, at least it was. Um, and I think um, uh, one thing that I, I, I see that people uh, lack, is is theory, because people always tend to, to think technical. Uh, okay, I want to use the proc one, or I want to, to use the debugger, but don't really uh, have the right theory about what is a process injection. So I think this, whenever you have a mentor, it can close those gaps for you.
0: Well, I guess uh, on that same kind of note then, what, what kind of tips would you give somebody who is looking to break into the industry? Like they don't have a role at the moment, maybe they're fresh out of university looking for their first entry-level role into into security. What, ha, ha, what kind of advice would you give them approaching um, you know, a new company for a security analyst kind of role?
1: Um, I think... I think, um, okay, I will take it to uh, when we're speaking about the tactical, always passion, dedication will do the job. And of course, you need to know what you love. Um, and oh, uh, and another thing that I, uh, I, I feel that people need to, to remember is it's okay to to get the no, because many people go to, let's say, interviews and they're not uh, getting in. So if you, let's say, not pass an interview, it's okay to ask the, the people, hey, can, can you uh, elaborate why, why I didn't pass? Can, can you give me tips? I can, I can tell that I did it myself because I, before I came to Cyberism. And if you don't pass an, an interview, just remember the question, that you didn't know and learn them at home, so you will come ready to the next uh, interview.
2: Yeah, that's a really good tip. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, ha, how many, I mean, if you don't mind sharing, how many interviews did you have before getting it, get, get into Cyber Reason? You know, how uh, many, you know, we all face knockbacks, so did you, were you knocked back a few times, or, or, or did you jump straight into Cyber yeah, Reason? Yeah. That, that was your choice.
1: No, I, I actually had to, I had to, uh, but yeah, and, and, uh, and I actually uh, was accepted to two also to service in oh, wow. another place. Nice. Uh, yeah, but I choose the right choice eventually.
0: Yeah, very good. I guess what's the coolest thing you've ever worked on, then? What would you say? You know, I, I've seen you, you've written some awesome publications, or certainly contributed yeah. as well to to the research there at Cyber Reason and uh, and throughout your other roles as well. What, what do you What do you think is the coolest thing then that, that has interested you the most?
1: Um, I would say, um, I, I would say every every activity that uh, related to some Advanced group, uh, advanced threat actor, um, because the, 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 all of them has their uniqueness. All of them has their mindset, their creativity, their tricks, and it's always uh, fascinating to see their ways to get those things and uh, how much they want to wait to get their, those things. Um, so yeah, but, but uh, I would say that the, the activities related to the threat group TA Five or Five are the ones that I really liked, uh, and yeah, I would say those activities are the, yeah are the ones that I really liked.
0: Yeah, no doubt they're watching. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably watching now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Um.
2: I, I, I've got a, I, I've got two, which are almost a little bit linked. But um, so you write publications now, um, you, you build a personal profile. So one of, one of the things that I I I learnt from kind of my my mentors in the industry, and you know Colin being one of them, is um, personal brand and personal profile is really important within cybersecurity um because it's the only way to actually um rise above the noise or the crowd so how did you how did you start building that personal brand or when when was the first time you actually thought okay i need to do my own content or at least i need to write something while i'm here or do podcasts or um, be involved within the community like how did you get to that stage uh
1: actually i i didn't knew i just entered to to some people i knew uh, and and try to and, and so hey this looks nice so I will just do it with myself too um, so yeah I I didn't have any guidance or how to create my my LinkedIn pages just I just went to to some security personnel saw so how they do it and if I like it I I just do it myself too.
2: Nice. Uh, that, I mean, that, that's cool. I think it's it, it's having at least following something that's good. Um, it kind of help helps as well. Um, so with 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 that, um, what's what's new for you? So what's next? So you're you know you're doing you know threat hunting now. Uh, do you do you have a do you have a goal? Is 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 there something that you're you're pushing towards? Um is there a title that you want that that, that, that is in in touch for you
1: um, i mean I, you don't have
2: to say you know you, you know if some if reason are watching watching now or they're listening and they're saying oh no we're not we're not letting him do that <laughs> I, think,
1: him. I think the right title for me will be the ones that give me uh the most satisfying uh uh, to my pa- to my passion. Yeah. If I'm having fun, uh, it it's the most important things for me. Um, yeah. I, I will would sum it like this. I, so I had I had to to have fun, yeah. and that my passion will be satisfied.
2: Oh, that's good. So you, so you're not, so you're not in it for the money, then. You, you, yeah. you, you, you're, yeah, okay, brilliant. So you're here, yeah. you here for the passion and the fun. I, I think... don't think
0: anyone reverse engineers malware for the money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I, I think, uh, in life, if if you're doing something only for the money, you shouldn't do it. It's not the right place for you. Yeah. Mm. Well that's, yeah, that's nice cool. it's
2: nice it's nice to see that your passion is also your career because there's many people that don't have that they have their passions and then they have their bill paying uh, careers mm-hmm. um, so it's it's is rare it, it it's honestly quite um, cybersecurity is one of, is a really interesting um, uh, sector because you can do that you know you, you you can have that passion that that it pays your bills but that also keeps you interested and intrigued and driven every single day and um, so it is really amazing to hear you, to hear you say that. Um, so cool. I think it's, it's been really good speaking to you and trying to understand uh, a little bit of your mindset. Um, mm. So I've, I've really kind of really enjoyed your discussion.
0: So I, I do want to play a little game with you, though, first off, before before we let you go. Um, yeah. So our, our little game of buzzword bingo. So we've got a list of a list of words, which are kind of cyber slash technical slash I'm using for me um, that um, I'd be interested to know what the first thing is that that comes to mind if I if I okay. fire a few of these at you. So some of them would be weird. but Ashley and I, I don't think we've actually done this, but I've I've certainly done it in my own spare time, and I find it quite difficult. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. yeah, I do as well. So, so best of, best of luck, but it's meant to be fun anyway. So so you ready?
1: Okay, yeah.
0: This uh, is an easy one. APT.
1: Oof. Ah. Um. Malware.
0: Uh, Hacker.
1: Um... Script (laughs) kitty. Oh, interesting. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: Data breach. Uh,
1: Buzzword, really. I see this buzzword every day. Okay. Cloud. Have no idea about it. Okay. Uh, Patching. Patching, assembly.
0: (laughs) I like that's a good one. Uh, Password.
1: One, two, three, four,
0: five. (laughs) Virus. Computer. Apple. Banana. (laughs) (laughs) Mentor. Uh, Mentos. Mentor, as in your mentor. Mentor. Mentor
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. i have two people in my mind for that word.
0: uh fishing
1: um dock uh
0: progression important uh passion
1: um uh, my work
0: nice very good. there you go very good yeah very good that was good that was interesting when i said patching in my head i was thinking of like vulnerability patching but you got because you're so involved in malware yeah. reverse engineering yeah. your your patching assembly code i love it i love the mindset i really yeah do. wow that's 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 <laughs> some that's
2: some serious detail yeah
0: yeah i like it well listen thank you very much for joining us I, I really appreciate your time it's been so fun to get to know you um and get to learn more about you and i, I really do appreciate the insights that you've given everyone else into your career uh, and, and the snippets of um, of tips as well and guidance for other people. So thank you for sharing that.
1: Sure.